How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going today, Dave? It's good. We're finally recording in my apartment again. Yeah. Man, check out this great <laughs> audio. People who pay attention to the details. Yeah, so uh, send, send in your feedback on the audio. Let us know if it's worth it or if I can keep recording at my apartment so I don't have to move hardware. Or if we should just get new apartments. You let us know. <laughs> yeah. You you are the ones that make this decision. <laughs> Our lives are in your hands. I live for your feedback. <laughs> but... That aside, all of our, our personal matters, which we will get into later, obviously. Um, today, we have come to speak to you about a Sonic game. Based on, you know, since there's a movie apparently fucking coming out. Right. Um, we thought it'd be good to revisit one of, I don't want to say an old classic, but mm. it's a source of pure <laughs> meme content. And right. I have a lot of nostalgia for it because I've played through many 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 times with uh my cousin growing up mm-hmm. sonic adventure to battle yeah to battle or sonic adventure battle mm-hmm. to yeah to battle it's sonic adventure colon to battle is like a charge in italics or not to battle <laughs> the answer is actually to battle um but, but this is just off of a continuation from sonic adventure which was completely fucking different but didn't have as much of an emphasis on the multiplayer mode right where sonic adventure to battle mm-hmm. um took a lot of the mechanics of what you would do in a given stage of the campaign and allowed you to do that in a multiplayer context because that makes sense there there was definitely like an era of games need a multiplayer aspect to them right like crystal shards uh everything like that they're like you need to have multiplayer in your game now it's like we've done everything we have for uh for single player and yeah. now we're going to just push some of those features into multiplayer um which i guess was fine for the time but it's not so much it doesn't exist as much today it's not like hey come over and we'll play you know four player split screen perfect dark or something like that yeah typically things were i should say nowadays are kind of split between hey this is a single player game like mm-hmm. last of us yeah look out for the last of us episode if i could ever get this game to do it <laughs> Which is like really... I've played it more recently than you for the well, record. That's true. <laughs> but it's like really good at like story-driven content and single-player experience. Mm-hmm. Like you can have somebody play and watch with you, but it's not quite the same. Right. But it doesn't lend itself to multiplayer. Whereas other games like Perfect Dark, which was like... It had a campaign. It yeah. was a first-person shooter. You can be like, oh, well, let's put those guns in and put four people in like a box and they'll go <laughs> kill each other and stuff. And it's pretty simple to translate over. I guess the other part is probably the aging video game demographic. Because a lot of these games we played when we were younger and probably lived with our siblings. And friends came over frequently, things like that. Yeah. It's harder on like a week weeknight. You're just like, it's it's Wednesday night. I'm going to invite Dave over and we'll play, you know, uh, whatever multiplayer game. Um, I think it's happened like once Yeah, over the four years that we've lived next to each other. <laughs> Literally bought like all the couch co-op peripherals and four controllers and all this stuff and have never used them. It's a tremendous waste of money. <laughs> so that's the preface for us talking about Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this one. So I hadn't played this game prior to uh, playing it a bit, um, watching you play the harder parts. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it seems like a departure from what Sonic was in the past. Ooh, look um, at you. For the uh the, the 2D platformer. Yeah. Very traditional. It's it's wildly different because it seemed like back in the days of 2D Sonic, whether it's Sonic C D or Sonic 3. Yeah. And Knuckles. Yes, yeah. Um Like everything was kind of planned out. Here's the level, here's the speed you'll be going in different parts, here's the interactions, here's right. the music design, here's like the boss battles with mechanics at the end. Mm-hmm. And Sonic Adventure 2 Battle's like, hey, um, I'm reaching for the fucking stars, <laughs> but we're not going to plan at all. Yeah. Because it obviously is 3D, it does have platforming, it does have other things, and it has its mechanics and voice acting and music, and it does none of it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably... All of the new things, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to do that well. It seemed to nail a couple... I guess we'll get to that with the levels, but it some of the levels have um, uh, 
that sonic pacing that they've kind of um improved upon and like later releases other games i haven't played but i've heard for like generation sonic colors yeah things like that mm-hmm. um but it also has the cringiest cutscenes, like you said and the worst voice acting they're just like we have kids we don't need to pay voice actors <laughs> not to defend the game uh-huh. but originally it was a japanese title and then they're like hey let's port this over do it in english but you know, not redo any of the video, which is like why the classic scene of Sonic interacting with Shadow in the jungle, okay. whether it's Green Forest or White Jungle, depending on your playthrough, they have that kind of like overlapping dialogue, hmm. where it's kind of awkward, kind of like they talk over the each room, other. where it's yeah. like, "Oh hey, doggy. Oh hey, Johnny. How's it going?" <laughs> okay, I didn't realize that. That does that does. One dozen roses, please. <laughs> Lead some okay, greetings. thanks. Bye. <laughs> I'm specifically talking over yes, you yeah, to I emphasize figured, the, yeah. the whole point of the thing. It is it is definitely awkward going through that, though. That doesn't justify like their choice of voice actors. Not that I would pick out an individual to criticize. No. But uh, it's bad <laughs> across <laughs> the board. Would you say their selection was? <laughs> no good. That is what I would say. <laughs> All right, so obviously I'm, I'm coming into this whole thing with a nostalgic lens because I grew up playing it. I feel like we'd play through it like once every one to two years. Right. My cousin and I. Hmm. So like I was very familiar with the game going in and I wanted to replay it with Jake to get him on board because I could describe certain things and he'd be like, oh, okay. Like, no, you need to live what I'm living. (laughs) You need to be there for it. I needed the raw experience. (laughs) Yeah. So I only made Jake play a couple of levels, but immediately I could tell this was not... A game that he was enjoying. <laughs> it was... I mean, there was parts of it that are legitimately entertaining. It just has a lot of holdovers from games of that time. Like, mm-hmm. this is before we expected uh, the AAA treatment from mainstream games. It's like, uh, there's a lot of times in the game where it's like, cutscene immediately ends. Or, you know, there's like really weird animation going on. Like walk sequences or run sequences. So I think for the walk sequence at least, they had like, oh, this is their run sequence. Uh-huh. What is their walking? Like, oh, we'll slow it down. Uh-huh. Because like people aren't just like moving their feet, lightly picking it up. Yeah. Like there's full kickback on the legs. You're like going like heel to ass. And you're like, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Uh, like seeing them kick up their feet when they're just going from place to place. Um, and I was, we, we were talking a little bit about how um, previous games have addressed this by only having like a couple sprite animations where it's like walking slowly starting to pick up speed a little bit and then like foot blur and those are your three your three <laughs> speeds and the foot blur is like iconic uh sonic but they didn't really want to go that way here um but i think later games did pick up on that eventually yeah the traditional his like i don't even know how he does it oh the infinity the infinity yeah. yeah i'm doing i was making infinity sign with my <laughs> finger um but uh yeah that's his uh not the spin dash, but the other one. The peel out thing. Yeah. Uh, less of that. There were some cool things in this, though. Like the um, the ability to like instantly dash through rings and collect them all. I don't know if one had that, because I've never played one, obviously. But No. Um, it was a feature I consistently neglected here. Um, yeah, it did add some cool things. Um, real quick, let's go back and like break up the level types. Sure. So there's different campaigns. There's hero. Mm-hmm. And then after you do hero, there's dark. Yeah. Because, you know, that's a good balance there. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a combined thing. But throughout each of the campaigns, you have these three different level types where you play as a hedgehog. Right. And you're kind of like running through the level, doing fast things and platforming. Right. The good levels. Yes. <laughs> the Sonic levels. <laughs> and then there's, you're in a mech. Yeah. And you go around murdering things. Yes. Seemingly to like... Police and... <laughs> well, police civilians. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you destroy a fuck ton of cars too, but it's... Yeah. The game opens with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the famed emerald shard hunting levels. This is the adventure part of Sonic Adventure to battle, right? 
I'm gonna get clues from a computer and explore the level. Yeah. This is kind of like, um, this is the thing that's probably, I imagine going back in time would be the hardest section to, to justify, uh, cause there was already good adventure games in 2002. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're, you're fighting against things like Banjo-Kazooie and see, I don't know when that came out, but I know the original is before 2002. Yeah. Cause uh, it's a 64 game. Yeah. Um, and like even you know Donkey Kong sixty four came out end of life cycle for N sixty four so this is not that good. <laughs> I admittedly I never played these. I let Dave do all of the adventure exploration <laughs> levels because uh, I wanted someone else to be inflicted. With we that. had to beat the game within a week, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's um as I was reminded again, fucking brutal and really unforgiving. Mm-hmm. Just for like the minor interactions of platforming, yeah. Or if you're Sonic and you're doing like a homing attack, is it going to go to the thing in front of me? Maybe. Yeah. It it really fucking makes up its own mind. It's very RNGs in that respect. So it's weird when you're trying to balance out like the I'm running through green jungle. I'm going on this like really pipe really fast. Yeah. But how do I stay in the curve of the pipe to keep momentum mm-hmm. versus I've now just run off the side? Exactly. Which yeah. Jake has seen me do more than once. Yeah. It's um, kind of talking about the Sonic levels. That's always a, a trick for these kind of... So I put this game in the middle of the Sonic like franchise lifespan. And this is coming off of the early games, which had really fast straightaways where it was clear you're supposed to just blaze through them, cut up by like some platforming. But it was very consistent in that. Um, and people have, you know, they have levels they love from the early Sonic games. Usually the first level in a Sonic game, you just go super fast. Um, and they kind of did the same thing here. But this is before they really caught the balance for how to deal with the slower sections, with the platforming, the camera. Like, oh, God forsake the camera. <laughs> um, and it really shows it really shows that they had not perfected that yet. That's that's a tough... It's a tough thing to get. There's the balance between going fast and not just watching Sonic go through loop after loop after loop, right? Because, um, yeah, theoretically, that would grow tiring. I haven't reached that point yet. That's all I want to see, but... I'm going to send you a gift of just going in the same loop over and over again. Yeah. Um, but how you're talking about the dashing along the rings, there's an upgrade you can get mm-hmm. called, like... It's light something. Light shoes, something yeah. dumb. Yeah. But it allows you to, when you press B near a Buzz series of rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Andy! Buzz <Maria. Lightyear. laughs> yeah. It allows you to dash through a series of, like, rings that are close enough together. Yeah. At near light speed, which is really fun. So if you can kind of intersperse those through different sections where you're doing homing attacks or going off ramps or just sprinting down a fairly straight way yeah it helps break up the gameplay but it keeps that i'm sonic i gotta go fast mechanic exactly that whole theming of just going and it keeps the the gameplay active versus Mm -hmm. you get hit by something from off screen yeah and you're like oh i lost all my rings Mm -hmm. and i just i got knocked back possibly off an edge yeah possibly it just kills you (laughs) that's really that's uh that's probably the smartest attempt i think i've seen so far for maintaining the sonic tempo while still having an interactive section in the game is the homing dash attack well it's nice for things like oh i'm chaining between enemies yeah or i'm just trying to kind of get like a start to momentum if i'm starting from no momentum at all i'm just kind of standing right and also um if you're going to the springs mm-hmm. you can target into them yeah and, yeah launch Usually, like, when the game threw in a section where it's, like, here's three or four enemies flying above the, like, just in the air, and it's clear you need to, like, homing dash through them, like, that usually worked fine. It was whenever you're trying to, like, homing dash in a smaller room or the camera's constrained, um, the fact that, yeah, it was your best option to attack uh, in situations where the game can punish you with, like you said, projectiles from anywhere. (laughs) Just cosmically spawned projectiles from behind the camera wipe you out or something. Yeah. Um, That's all uh, hardships they had to uh, kind of hammer out in future future games. Hopefully. I haven't played them. I mean, historically for Sonic games, um, 
Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> I feel like they still have a lot of mechanics issues when they really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But this is a, so this is the Sonic section. Um, I did you did just hand me the controller to start off the game. Yes. So that that first level is probably I haven't I haven't seen the entirety of it, but um, that's the level I had seen the most of previous to this from this game. It basically starts you on a uh, a large hill, and you're just running down the hill being chased by a giant truck with a gun on it. What? The just a plaque that says gun. Is this not the first level of the game? Yeah, um, just to clarify a little bit, you first start out, you jump out of a helicopter, uh-huh. and then you kind of have like this snowboard, and you're going down hills in ah, a San okay. Francisco-like setting. Ah, okay, that's right, there was a snowboard. Later on in the level, you are just running downhill from the gun truck, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what stuck out in my mind. Uh, so I only played this back like Monday, so it's been a while, yeah. and I've forgotten <laughs> sections. <laughs> But, I will, that section though, like if I'm ever going downhill and mm-hmm. I see the trucks behind me, immediately think of that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's completely ridiculous, and the game doesn't make more sense after that. No, it um, it gets progressively worse. Yeah, it's not that the truck has a gun; it just has a plaque that says "gun." So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guns like the organiz- military organization that has robots and trucks and pilots from mechs that do things i guess yeah it's uh it's it's interesting um but it opens with the iconic go fast sonic level um which is you know pretty pretty core to these games um as soon as you there there are like intermediate areas on that level where you have to you switch to platforming mode you know homing dash some enemies um cross some ledges things like that and then you'll you'll go back into uh, the downhill sequence, but um, going fast as Sonic is probably still the most fun in those games. It's like I just I quite enjoy it, and I realize why they made an attempt at like Sonic R, for instance, right? <laughs> like uh, I understand why they did. Yes. I'm not saying it was an attempt; an yes, attempt yes, was yes. made. But this isn't the Sonic R episode. That's that's later. <laughs> that's April first next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, overall, I think the Sonic levels are definitely the most fun because um, they had that sense of momentum, which um, the other ones completely lacked. What? No. <laughs> um, which ones do you want to complain about next? <laughs> yeah, so we, we talked about the adventure ones, uh, which were uh, Knuckles. Um, there wasn't, there wasn't an, an evil echidna. They couldn't just have one for the the dark campaign but they put uh they put rouge in that rouge the bat she's sexy as hell (laughs) (laughs) probably the most attractive bat um i think that's been portrayed so far i haven't played a lot of like castlevania so maybe they have like another bat that could be a contender but i'm not aware of it um but yeah they they kind of just so the characters have the same move sets um in both cases it's like yeah, it's a mirror match between campaigns, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you're just either... And Rouge isn't a good guy, but she's 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 literally... Um, a jewel thief. Yes. She's a... Who am I thinking of? Catwoman. Literally yes. Catwoman is, is Rouge. Um, but they're like, ah, oh, cat's been taken. Ah, uh, bat. Next character in the alphabet. All right, it's a legitimate English word. There we go. Yeah, it's... I feel it's the most frustrating, as you saw on, what's that last Rouge level in space? It's like crazy space or something, mad space. Yeah, yeah. But the level designs start out fairly simplistic. You're going around looking for clues, Mm -hmm. and you have like a little radar thing that will beep more frequently and change colors depending on how close you get to the shard. Yeah. You got to collect three at a level. But until you get to know the levels and like the presets of here's this clue, mm-hmm. you know where the thing is. Um, it just it's a treasure hunt. Yeah, it's all it is. But it's like a really shitty one, and I don't think anybody enjoys them outside of the music <laughs> for them. Yeah, because like Knuckles has like this weird R and B soft rap thing. Yeah, but all of the lyrics are about the level and <laughs> the people involved in the plot at this time. <laughs> It is a lot of effort into the the soundtrack. 
uh, yeah. like targeted effort. It's not like we need a good R&B track. We'll just use this as backing for some level. They clearly planned it all out. I ain't gonna let it get to me. I'm just gonna freak. Down at Pumpkin Hill, I can feel it in my feet. <laughs> I'll be honest, I've actually forgotten some of the lyrics. That's alright. The great Emerald's power allows me to feel. I can't see a thing, but it's around somewhere. I uh, see what you forgot, Dave, is um, you actually jump from a helicopter first, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you snowboard right. down into the into the rap. No, it's um, they're all bad. Mm-hmm. And like in the same yeah. way, you have you might contract somebody to like, hey, um, we're doing a Pokemon movie. Uh-huh. Could you do the soundtrack? They're like, okay, what do you want? They're like, oh, just talk about Pikachu and friendship and stuff. They're like. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you some '90s rock shit, yeah. and that's what they go with. Uh-huh. But it's it's so fucking memorable. Hmm. Like even like the the whole Arby's campaign where they had like the Pumpkin Hill reference. I'm like, a nostalgic <laughs> me remembers that. <laughs> See, I don't even know. I don't even know that reference for Arby's. Like, I have no association there. It was like a, a pumpkin cheesecake milkshake. Hmm. They're like, oh, something, something, and they had like a cardboard thing of like Pumpkin Hill. And you're like, oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think they're opening for determining who would actually sing these. But like, do you guys have any aspirations of making it big? Like, if eh. so, you... like, oh yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> but yeah, no, they they are. Um, there's a lot of uh, games that have very interesting soundtracks where they just go all in, basically. Like as I was playing this game, I was thinking about Revengeance. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, like they just they just went for it. They just went for it. And I'd rather you go for it, because even if it turns out bad or just too cheesy or something like that, it's way better than the voice actors did on the rest of this game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all comically bad. Yeah. Like, I think if you just watch, like, a ten minutes of a playthrough at any point, mm-hmm. and you see, like, how awkward some of the level design is, and then, like, the cutscenes, you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> Getting the full context of the entire game does not help. No, it really doesn't. It's just, it's so... Maria! <sighs> Maria! <laughs> yeah, it like, is It is great. Um, even, like, we just did the final section today, where it's kind of like the good guys working together with the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Now and, they're just the guys. Yeah. Yeah. I kept looking over at Jake, and Jake looks over at me. I'm like, yeah, I got nothing for you. I can't justify, like, oh, well, here's why it's XYZ. Mm-hmm. It's just what they fucking went with. Yeah. It is a, It is an interesting experience, start to finish, for sure. Uh, the one the one type of level you haven't really talked yet about is the uh, the mech, though. <sighs> okay. Which, which has, like, the least speed. Because even on the, um, the adventure maps with uh, Rouge and Knuckles... Like, you can traverse those maps pretty quickly. In fact, you were traversing those maps so quickly, I had no idea what was going on for a good part of it. Yeah, um, those characters can still kind of, like, speed run and then jump and glide, mm-hmm. which helps. But when you're in the mech, if you're going... If you turn at all, you lose any momentum. Like, I don't know how speedrunners actually go through this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to guess glitches. <laughs> they cheat. They cheat. But it's... It's very awkward as far as movement, and then you kind of just are mashing the B button to... If you hold B and go over a target, mm-hmm. it'll have, like, a little reticle, and if you let go, it'll send these, like, homing projectiles and, like, one-hit kill them. And the laser, as you're holding B, emits a constant loud beep, which yeah, is like, great. Yeah, it's like a beep screech. Mm-hmm. And Jake's like, is that the game? I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you're just going through, you're just blasting through boxes... Um, police robots. Yeah, vehicles are in your way. Yeah, you're basically against the world. Whether you're playing as the heroes or dark, the police are the ultimate enemy. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the police, basically. <laughs> oh man. Again, I don't know how it ties in, but I feel like those are the least. I don't say the least interesting. Some of them can be fun. They do have fun sections. Yeah. But it typically feels like it's a either a rail shooter, or you're like awkwardly going and jumping and mashing B. Yeah. It doesn't feel as fluid as some of the Sonic or Shadow levels, mm-hmm. or as comically awkward as the Knuckles and Rouge levels. Yeah. 
and you have like multiple hits. You have like a health bar that's not tied to rings. Yeah. Um, they kind of just. My power is failing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you gotta give them, like, some credit for trying something different, but, I mean, just giving you a ton of firepower and taking away all your speed is not a Sonic game to me. <laughs> so. No. Um, but, but some of the levels are interesting. Um, they're just not as interesting. So, yeah. making eye contact with you, do you remember the car levels? The, There's uh, yes, one for yeah, each campaign. Uh-huh. Get the president. Or just get <laughs> yeah yeah so so you actually I, I i knew i was in for a special treat when you were excitedly handed me the controller and started watching my facial expressions but um for one of them you're uh playing as tails right trying yep. to get the president and um you're just on this road that could just be like an f-zero track with less uh like verticality it's not particularly interesting there's just some turns and holes in it um in fact actually the holes were those introduced for rouges or rouges levels had like some like oh if they just removed like the edge or like they'd have holes in the middle of the fucking road you had to avoid yeah tails wasn't even that interesting tails was just like go forward through this map and uh, there's technically a time trial thing. Like, you have limited time. But in order to fail that, you would have to literally stop. And it's not like you're racing against other people. You're just moving through. But they do have, track. like, NPC cars that you can hit. Yes, just soccer moms, basically. Gotta get that early morning commute. <laughs> Gone. And they just, like, get launched when you hit them. They, they fly off of the track. And, yeah, their commute is cut tragically short. One of my favorites, though, is when... Because a lot of my joy from playing this again was not the game itself, but just, like, seeing Jake's reaction, like, the awkward things, and him mm-hmm. breaking into laughter because of how awkward or corny or poorly designed things were. <laughs> but in one of the race car sections around the road, the NBC cars will still follow the normal track. Right. And it's not a typical road. Sometimes you have, like, these it covered areas for no fucking reason. Sometimes yeah. it gets narrower... Uh, sometimes it just the ramp goes up like 45 degrees for no yeah. fucking reason mm-hmm. and other shit but like we watch one of the NPC cars just kind of like go up the 45 <laughs> degree thing yeah but it gets like five seconds of airtime. and you're like what the <laughs> fuck this is just the normal drive like the in-universe justification we we couldn't think of one it was just always something silly and dumb mm-hmm. like radical highway there's like police constantly trying to kill you. There's holes in the fucking road. <laughs> How is it an actual thing? There's but, also that left turn, that like ninety degree left turn with uh, the road out ahead of you. Yep. That's just, just like going full speed on a highway. Then there's no road. There's just no road. <coughs> it's uh it's an experience, really. Um, yeah, I. This is. Going back to what I said earlier, why they're trying to kind of just reach for the stars and you're trying to put so much different content to mm-hmm. kind of like broaden the demographic to say like, oh, we have all these things. But it's just like each one is done fairly shittily mm-hmm. outside of the, hey, you're playing Sonic going through a Sonic level. Right. So that's a formula that they're more familiar with because they had mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure where you still had different characters who had different play styles. Right. but. I was told by one of our listeners to argue that Sonic Adventure was better than Sonic Adventure 2. Which listener is this? <laughs> I will not reveal his identity, but Interesting. you probably guess. Um, um, I think they're both shitty. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say one is necessarily better than the other. Because <laughs> they're both so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is for all of its faults. It is an entertaining game. That uh, is true. Which is, uh, I think that was the thing that mattered more back in the early 2000s. There was a lot of bad games, and there was a lot of games that weren't even entertaining. They were just not comically bad, just bad, right? Mm -hmm. This one's at least comically bad for a while. There's a couple times where it gets into like actual bad territory. Getting shot from an enemy you didn't see, having enemies descend or a pop-in right in front of you. That's never going to be fun. Um, But for the most part, the hilarity comes from how disconnected from 
both reality and the Sonic universe as I understand it, which is a heck of a nerdy thing to say, um, how uh, that disconnect is just all over the place. But, I mean, I guess it's Sonic Team, so this is canon now. <laughs> yeah. And it blew up half the moon. <laughs> yeah, the plot goes all over the fucking place, too. Because, like you said before, like, the president's involved Yeah. for half mm-hmm. half a minute yeah. at most, and then Zagon. Yeah, they kind of, um, it's almost like a ad-libs for plot. Like, they took... They're like, all right, this mission is going to have this plot as the setup, and then this plot is the end. And then the next person came up and was like, all right, without any context to what the previous person said, what should the plot for this level be? That's how the game goes. That's not entirely wrong. <laughs> Verb. Spin dash. <laughs> Need a noun. Amy Rose. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put that in. Yeah, so you spin dash. Sonic spin dash is Amy Rose. <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's it's like the bible in some sorts where it's just a wow, bunch that's... of random bullshit pieced together and they're like no this is all one thing <laughs> yeah 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 this makes sense let's make a religion out of this <laughs> let's not make a religion out of sonic some people already have unfortunately leave sonic alone um yeah it's it's an interesting experience the characters are also um Interesting is also my word. I get that that's my uh, <laughs> that's my thing. Whether a game is good or bad, it's, oh, it's interesting. 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 It's interesting, right? Jake, how'd you like that meal I cooked for you? Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was an interesting day. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But that could mean it's good or it's bad, because <laughs> I use that to describe the best of games. It's unique. <laughs> and the worst of games. My mom said this about me before. Um. <laughs> and she actually used the word it's also, so I don't know where that was. <laughs> um, but yeah, the characters... Uh, characters are just great um so uh starting off with sonics he's he's probably the most normal character i think other than maybe maybe eggman yeah sonic's a very go get him character Mm -hmm. he's always about positivity and not paying attention to anybody else's shit for the most part yeah Mm -hmm. remember the one part where um the heroes are together and he kind of says like hey knuckles you gotta go find those keys knuckles (laughs) is like Wait, you want me to do what? And he's like, we'll be waiting for you, buddy. Yeah, and just, then Jake's like, wait a second. <laughs> Sonic ne- or, uh, Knuckles never accepts the task. Sonic just delegates. Entirely on you. And then it loads into Knuckles' level. <laughs> like, he's conceited. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, Knuckles is... He's, he's more uh, the receiver of tasks, for sure. In this game, I, don't, I can't think of many things he just takes the initiative and does. But there was the interactions with him in Rouge. Yeah, like his character, which are great in and of itself, is supposed to be like the the cool guy. Like he's the edgier. Right. He gets the RV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's supposed to be cool, but then he has like these awkward interactions with Rouge, which <laughs> I don't know if you want to depict from your own viewpoint as this was a fresh experience for you. <laughs> It was an interesting experience. Oh, it was interesting. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, so in particular, it's the fight between the two of them and the cutscene immediately after, um, which thankfully we got to see twice. Um, but basically, they're, uh, Knuckles, the only thing he cares about is the Master Emerald. This is the one piece of lore I think they've got accurate. Consistent, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Across um, everything. And... So he's like working about assembling it, and Rouge, the the gym thief, uh, obviously wants to just accumulate the parts on her own, and they have been right in the game. Um, but uh, there, there's this boss fight between them. You play as Knuckles uh, the first time here through the the hero campaign. Thankfully, Dave was doing this fight because it looked absolutely obnoxious. It's trash, <laughs> but it's like this uh, uh, kind of a square-based area um, or a circle with uh, platforms between them. can't remember exactly. But there's like a turbine in the center. Nobody's going to look it up, Jake. That's just, true. Just I keep going. You're I good. don't know why I'm describing it. Um, but uh, she she does these anime interrupts which uh, recur throughout the game where it's like they're using their super move where whatever was happening on the screen, the screen switches to just their animation of doing their special ability. It lasts like a second Yep. 
and then the attack like homes in on you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super discon like uh, disconcerting and uh, disorienting is the word I'm looking for. And I'm literally just watching Dave play this. Like I'm not even the one having to respond to these inputs, and it's happening. Um, but yeah, you, he eventually won the fight. Dave won the fight, not Knuckles. Um, and uh, thank God, no, don't, don't thank God, thank <laughs> me. <laughs> and uh, so Rouge is like, all right, here's you know, I'll, I'll hand over the uh, the pieces of the the emerald after Knuckles saves her from like falling off or something. Yeah, she can fly, but. She literally has fucking wings, <laughs> and she's like this top secret agent slash jewel thief. Yeah, but after like losing her match or de- debut fucking thing, mm-hmm. it um, was a date. Basically. It was an aug- yeah. It was. It was a date idea. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to collect pieces of the master emerald together and then fight to the death? Um, she just kind of like hands them over to him. Yes, and he's like, "Why didn't you fucking do this earlier?" <laughs> He Which, assemb- assembles it me- immediately, too. He has all these shards, and he's just like, boom, full emerald. Well, when you know the Master Emerald that well, yeah. it's not hard for you. Right. He's, he's speedrun this before, tearing it apart and putting it back together. It's like a fine powder. He just kind of, like, jizzes super glue onto it, and he's like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> emerald, Emeradoos. <laughs> My Emeradoos. <laughs> but uh, he reluctantly thanks her and apologizes for, he's like, sorry if I hurt you. And then just runs away. Like, the cutscene changes. Immediately, he just... You see, like, him, like, quick run off the screen. <laughs> and you're like, what? There's not context for any of it. I'm now wildly gesturing with my hands for yes. what space I have around the mic. Yeah, he's like, all of this space, there's no context in this space. It's true, and just... It's things like that chained together throughout the game, and that's, mm-hmm. like, a great example of those interactions. You're like... I don't know what was the precursor for this, yeah. or how this relates, mm-hmm. or like what are the character motivations are. But like when I was that age at like thirteen, fourteen, I'm like, mm-hmm. this game is so fun, and that's all I cared about. Yeah, but now I'm going back, and I have a podcast, <laughs> smokes pipe. Yes. Um, I'm really looking at it with a critical eye, mm-hmm. and you're like, this game is garbage. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, and this is this is the takeaway. Is if they didn't have those like awkward social situations or knuckles like being like sorry if I hurt you and then just dashing away <laughs> on like a pipe for an instant cut, um, the game would be worse, yeah. so much worse because as we've determined the game isn't really good. No, like the mechanics it's... and the controls and the way they interact is not fluid enough to be like enjoyable gameplay. So the awkwardness of like those cutscenes adds a personality to it. We're like, oh, it's a B movie. Exactly. I got you. Yeah, it makes it entertaining yeah. without making it good. Um, and yeah, that, those were the highlights for me because, like, especially so we um, we played this game over three sessions: uh, Heroes, Dark, and then finished out most of the uh, the like finale. Fuck Bio Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that first one with the heroes scene because the the they reuse a lot of assets in Dark. Oh my um, god, yeah. But seeing the, the cutscenes the first time in Heroes, like, I thought it was hilarious. Because uh, they just... They almost had... I don't even know. They either got incredibly lucky with making some of those interactions as awkward as possible, or they they planned it. They're just like, we're going to make this abysmally uncomfortable for the English viewer. I mean, certain things they definitely had to sign off on. <laughs> Other things I think were just a, a happy coincidence. Yeah. Like the, the interaction between Sonic and Shadow in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Blue Hedgehog, Black Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As they are canonically known. Yes. Uh-huh. But it's a lot of times like after a battle, you just have like two characters kind of like heavy breathing. Usually like in DBZ context for Japan, for yeah. people who don't know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's signifying they're tired from their battle. Mm-hmm. That stands for data, database zero for our listeners. Yeah. So. <laughs> Do not <laughs> drop table. <laughs> you, you killed my train of thought. Too. Yeah, you're uh, talking about the exhaustion after a DBZ battle. Yeah. Yeah. And usually, like, you have, like, some cuts and scrapes on the person, and they're, like, breathing heavily, like, oh, they must be really tired from their sustained fight. Right. But. In the context of this game, everything is awkward and remotely sexual. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. A lot of these voice lines um, could just be taken completely out of context. As, we, as we've established, there doesn't seem to be a proper context, so I don't know if it's even incorrect to assume that these are sexual in nature. <laughs> Five minutes should be plenty. Here I go. <sighs> You're no ordinary thief. It's a lot smaller than I expected. To reactivate it, large amounts of energy are necessary. Move aside, Knuckles. I hate you. You guys always leave me behind and have all the fun. Ah, Amy, your timing is impeccable. Leave it to me. I'll take care of her. You two, go. Now it's time to get serious. This annoying echidna has been following me. He's so persistent. What's that? That vibration. What's that? That vibration. What's that? That vibration. <sighs> that was pretty rough. I'm sorry if I hurt you. There's no time for jokes. Eggman's ready to fire that weapon again. I might as well get some use out of it. <sighs> Nothing like some palm malls, am I right, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that was enough of a transition. Mm -hmm. So... Some of the boss battles in this game feel kind of awkward. Yeah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> they look awkward. <laughs> yeah, because um, like they go through a very repetitive cycle, and you mm -hmm. hit them, and then there's some iframes, you wait for them to do it again, and you rinse and repeat. Right. And it's kind of like this awkward break in between levels, mm -hmm. where they'll like they'll slowly type out the name. Oh yeah. Bigfoot. <laughs> and like you hear for so many like parts of the game where it's like hey here's the setting and the time yeah they'll have somebody aggressively on like a fucking typewriter yeah and you hear like these clickety clacks and you're like why that's why fair. it's like an, an, an old military movie or like detective story where it's like south boston 1847 and you're like it makes no sense in this game like it could be thematic and add some some feel to a movie or something, but in this game, no context for it. Which, at this point, is actually starting to fit the context of the game, because the rest has no context. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, those those boss fights. So, kind of, I guess you could split them out into the boss fights versus, like, actual original big bosses. Um, and then the boss fights where it's, like, characters in the game versus other characters in the game and their normal forms. For the most part, um, or yeah, because there's like gun bosses. Yeah, where it's like, oh, it's a mech. This hedgehog will never beat. Oh, the hedgehog beat me. They just <laughs> yeah. it hit you in I'm the cockpit. <laughs> I guess the hedgehog is tearing me out of the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's pretty funny because you were talking about how the police were. Uh, they had like unarmed drone or unmanned drones, things like that in the past. It's a manned. <laughs> I mean, these are like man things. Yeah, because, these like, ones they are. had somebody like on like the comm who's like talking about the hedgehog attacking it. Exactly. It's like sending reinforcements. Uh -huh. The reinforcements never come, by the way. You murder no. the guy. Yeah, he's, but, like, he's super dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing the good guys and the bad guys can't agree on. The Fuck police. The police. <laughs> <laughs> um, so dumb. But they have those, and I, I mean, that was the first boss fight that I. I uh, got to play around with a bit. Mm. And uh, you have to hit the cockpit, like we were saying. But the hitbox on that is, like, wonky AF. Because uh, I just got destroyed. It, it comes down to, like, verticality, I think, a lot of times. You have to hit it from above and down, or equal and down, and not below and up. Yeah, that's part of the controls of, like, the homing dash. Of, yeah. like, where is it going to go? If it's not in range, it'll just kind of go straight. And if you bump the enemy, yeah. and it's not in an attack mode or whatever the fuck, you just take damage. Yeah. And if you had any rings, you lose the rings. If you didn't have rings, you're fucking dead, and you right. have to restart the section. And it's... I don't want to say little things like that. It's major <laughs> things like that. That you're like, why is this here? Mm -hmm. How does this actually benefit the game at all? Right. It's just like, hey, um, games have boss fights. Let's put in some boss fights. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tough opener too. It's like I would if I would want the first boss fight, the first actual boss fight, to uh, be more polished, so that people get more invested in the game. I guess. Yeah. It's like you'd want the one with decent hitboxes to 
I feel like that that particular fight they repeat it what twice, three times. A lot of people fight that mech. It's twice, and then Rouge technically fights a variation of that that's flying. Yes, but yeah. since you can also fly, yeah. you just spin dash the every living fuck out of it. You destroyed it like immediately. <laughs> it was pretty fast on the Rouge fight. It bodes well for me that speed impresses me. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, that's one type of fight. The other type would be... Uh, like the Sonic vs. Shadow shit, which yeah. is awkward as hell. Because mm-hmm. it's... I don't know. I <laughs> I guess for like most boss fights, I typically expect Fury or No More Heroes level of thing, where it's yeah, like, good luck. <laughs> there's mechanics, there's something going on. Yeah. And these are kind of just like awkward, brief interactions that it can be as short as like 20 seconds, and you're like, Okay, I guess the boss fight's done. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't really need to know mechanics, you just kind of wait till they take them. It's, I don't know, it's weird. And some of them are cheesy. Like, uh, you, you cheese out some of the fights. Like, there's supposed to be this, like, race between Sonic and Shadow. But I saw that your method for actually beating the boss was not to race, but rather to stop, which would have the other person do their special move, which leaves them open afterwards. Hear me out. That's the only way I've ever seen to beat the boss. <laughs> because if you just, if you're racing, you will always get ahead of the person, uh, or ahead of the AI. They will then use chaos control to teleport in front of you, mm-hmm. and that kind of continues. But if you lag behind, they'll be like, oh, let me do that app animation you were talking about before. Yeah. So do like a homing attack on where you last were. So during that time, you can kind of get close to them and hit them while their guard is down. Yeah. It's... The whole thing is bad. <laughs> the game is bad. Yeah. The one thing I liked in um, some of those fights, though, was... Uh, and at the, this is actually a pro and a con, but when it was like Sonic versus Shadow, if you hit them, they drop rings. And you hear the sound, the iconic ring drop sounds <laughs> and the clatter um, that is like prevalent, so prevalent in the series. Um, now, I was super confused whenever that happened until I looked at your ring total as to whether you took damage or they took damage, uh, which is the con. On the pro side, I like that you're fighting other people and their health is still rings, right? Like, yeah. That's some internal universe consistency. Um, but, yeah, you know. It's it's even far between. Mm-hmm. But there are other things, like uh, I know you're talking about Egg Golem. Yes, yeah. Which I think is one of the more interesting fights. Because yeah. it's not one v one dumb bullshit. Yeah, there's actually mechanics to it, and it's like a more traditional Sonic versus one of Doctor Eggman slash Robotniks yeah. like machines, like which was all of the boss fights I experienced in the series. You know, um, and it's cool. I like the the scope. If Sonic was God of War, <laughs> this would be this would be that fight. <laughs> Again, uh, another episode for the future, maybe. Hog of War. <laughs> Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, essentially for the golem fight, mm-hmm. he does some things, then he gets like tired, and we'll kind of pause. Yeah. You can then kind of run around to his back, and he has like these platforms. You'll jump on them, and you get to do a series of homing attacks to go up really quickly. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to that Sonic is fast. Shadow of the Hedgehog. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. It's good. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna think about puns as you explain all the mechanics of these <laughs> just, fights. Just constantly interrupt me whenever you feel <laughs> fit. It's great. But it, it is a cool looking fight and it's actually got some scope to it. Yeah. Um, like I like the you're the small character fighting against giants. Um which a lot of games use, but I, I appreciate it. And it's very different for this game. There's only a few fights where you actually fight against really large bosses. Um yeah. And then you get to redo the fight as Eggman. Yeah. Where, like, Sonic has disabled the control unit on top of. Mm-hmm. And the Egg Golem's gone rogue. So you have to do the exact same fight as Eggman, but you're in a mech. Mm-hmm. And you just shoot the living shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> which goes to show uh, guns get things done. That's true. As the rhyme goes. Yeah. Um, That's what I heard as a kid. I'm not super pro guns. I don't wanna... <laughs> but the rhyme was that, there. I that make was my bedtime story. <laughs> Yeah. One of the major fights that stands out for me, mm-hmm. which I don't want to say it's bullshit, but it's just iconic for me, mm-hmm. is when you're playing as Knuckles, and you've gone through, I think it's Death Chamber, where you're getting the keys, right. and Death then Race. you fight King Boom Boo. 
who right. oh, yeah, yeah. is like a rainbow-tongued giant ghost who still haunts me to this day, <laughs> right. literally, as he is a ghost. <laughs> but it's just very creepy and awkward. <laughs> but you have to dodge the attacks, wait for him to do some channeling ability. Yeah. Then run around behind, punch a ghost who's holding up a sand timer, mm-hmm. which is one of the mechanics in the game. It will open up the lights in the room. Um, King Boom Boom will kind of shrink down and dig underground. Yeah. And then you have to go find him, dig him out, Yeah. and then go punch him. And then you repeat that cycle like five times. Right. And he like gets faster on subsequent uh, stages, yeah. things like that. Um, but like that was a more interesting fight to me that had mechanics as opposed to I'm going to keep doing a homing attack until they pause and wait awkwardly and then I'll hit them in the back. Yeah, the character versus character fights were probably the, the weaker ones. Uh, another thing I, I just noticed was all of these these large boss fights, they're happening in these circular arenas where you can run around the outside. Or, around the outside. Yeah. Around the outside. <laughs> um, and that lends like more scope to the fight and the option for more mechanics like that. This is probably mechanically the most interesting fight for me, by the way. Uh, the the big king ghost, Boo. Boom Boo. Yeah, Boom Boo. Baboo. <laughs> this one actually it looked the most like um, it could have been taken from a Mario game, actually. Not just because it's a big ghost that's almost named Baboo, but, you know. Um, but it still, like, has uh, those external mechanics, things like that. Like, oh, we're gonna shed light on the situation that's the boss's weak point you know all of this um i thought it was i thought it was cool i thought this was the one that was like engineered and set up to be the best boss fight although the last one also was pretty cool um not playing it just watching it (laughs) the last one you saw me do was uh the bio lizard right yeah how many times did I try that before turning off the GameCube? Do you remember? I mean, do lives count, or are we looking at full <laughs> tries? I think I think across lives, it probably was almost ten because you were down to like only a few that first attempt. Then you came back with seven, I believe, six or seven. Yeah, um, it was it was a bit. So it was it was probably around ten. Um, there, there's times that were like they'll strip you of so many things. Close, and then. <laughs> to be fair, if you're a hedgehog and wearing clothes, you already have your own issues. Yeah. Gloves, but, at least. Just gloves and shoes. That's all you need. He's not naked. He's wearing socks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, have you seen the... Uh, the I'm sorry, this is a side thing, but the, the glasses for Sonic where it's just... No. No, okay. There's a, there's an image online where... Um, yeah, I know. We've got to be careful here. Uh, where uh, it's like Sonic without his glasses. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And it's just the whites of his eyes are his glasses. <laughs> these tiny little, little beady eyes. Beady yeah, eyes. yeah, yeah I, I fucking like, love that one. But yeah, that's his third piece of clothing. <laughs> oh, man. I digress. But yeah, um, a lot of times the game will put you like these, hey, attacks are homing in at you. You can't really control anything else beyond that. Yeah. And it just kind of like kneecaps you and it's like, don't die. And you're like, well, this is kind of hard. Yeah. Because, like, at that point in the game, too, it's not an introduced mechanic. Mm-hmm. So, citing another, maybe, possible future episode one day. Yeah. Something like Psychonauts. Mm-hmm. Everything is explained as you go. We'll cover that when two you, comes out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have a chance to go over certain things. And you're like, okay, I've at least experienced this before. So then, down the line, when you're doing, like, hey, all of the mechanics, you're like, all of the mechanics? All of the mechanics. Yeah you at least have that baseline of, hey, I understand what's going on because right. I've been shown this before. You've, this organic learning process. Yeah, and like earlier Mega Man games have done that too. Yeah. I'm not going to steal everything from Igor after. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a lot of ways for games to convey, hey, here's a mechanic. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, cool, I'm familiar with that. I can, I've proved that I understand it. Right. And then I can leverage it later. You're like, okay, let me apply these skills I've learned yeah. that you feel accomplished for beating a boss versus it kneecapping you and saying like bitch and then it kills you and you're like well cool yeah yeah there's not like most of these fights don't really use powers and mechanics that you've gotten they do follow the traditional um, the traditional adventure game uh, trope of like impassable obstacle you could basically break it out to keys and doors right yeah Here's a door, can't pass through it. Here's the key. Maybe the key is like 
god strength or some other, you know, uh, MacGuffin item. Or in this case, boots, gloves, and bracelets. And uh, that allows you to break that block, jump through that puzzle, do whatever, right? Um, none of the boss fights actually use those for the most part. They don't. No. Um, it's it, weird. Yeah. Which is kind of probably one of the, the, the shortcomings uh, for the boss fights here. <laughs> one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Is it doesn't really build off of that uh, collection mechanic, and also the I, we already mentioned this, but the heroes and the villains are uh, copy pastes of each other, and their abilities and also their upgrades, like tails and or I should say uh, Sonic and Shadow. I get it; they're both hedgehogs. They're basically the same. Shadow does not have the bounce bracelet, though. Okay, okay, I actually missed so that. So none of his levels will actually incorporate the you need to bounce. That's good, because I kept forgetting I could But, bounce. like, outside of that, okay. fucking verbatim. Yeah. Like, there's not a need. Because mm-hmm. they're just, oh, I'm in a mech, I go around and shoot, oh, I'm a hedgehog, I jump around and grind on rails. Yeah. It's all the same shit. And the upgrades are the same. If they wanted to differentiate these characters a little bit, start them out with the base, so you're like, hey, I've already played Tails in a mech, so I know what uh, Dr. Eggman in a mech is like um, and then make their upgrade paths actually different maybe he gets different mechanics after he gets that first upgrade but I mean that would have been more effort I guess and... whoa <laughs> hold on there Jay <laughs> but yeah if you have different upgrade paths you can then leverage I keep saying leverage yeah yeah like different, a lever different <laughs> level design ah where it would, it would use those mechanics <laughs> because like they'll kind of gate you with certain parts where, oh, you need, like, the, the hover boots to kind of jump and then go as you slowly descend to yeah. cover certain gaps. But, like, yeah, Tails and Robotnik have that. And they also have the, oh, I can now break metal boxes type mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. It's the exact same. I would have given Robotnik a hyper boost, like a jump jet that just, like, launches him in the air. And then make his levels be more vertical. Um or have sections like that. Because that'd be great. You're just like, oh, no, surrounded by enemies? Now I'm 100 feet in the air. Uh, now, admittedly, this would also make it so they can't really copy-paste the levels, which is probably a con for development. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I can only criticize games that are over a decade old too much, I suppose. No, yeah. I can't. I can criticize <laughs> them as much as I want. It's bad. Um, one of the redeeming things... So, like I said, I used to play this game a fuck ton. Yeah, with the homies. With the, it's literally just one friend and cousin. <laughs> with a homie. With a homie. <laughs> um, the multiplayer wasn't great, mm-hmm. but it was entertaining right. to kind of uh, play those same type of level mechanics mm-hmm. in a smaller 1v1 type setting. Right. Also, a key part of the game, which I haven't talked about at all, are the chows. Mm-hmm. So, like, in between levels, if you get, like, a break-the-bout chow box and get the chow key, you can go to the chow world in between campaign stuff. Mm-hmm. What is a chow? A chow is, like, a small pet baby type thing. Okay. You can give it animal upgrades and power-ups to make it look different and, like, gain stats over time. They look like smaller Pikmin to me. That's not an incorrect statement, <laughs> It's something they had in the first game and maybe even earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm not super up on Sonic lore. Yeah. But you can have them, like, race and battle. Right. So if you had, like, two um, memory like, cards, you can, like, verse each other. Right. Which my cousin and I would do. And I I think I was the tryhard on that because I'd just be, like, pumping stats with <laughs> this little, yeah. little kid. <laughs> Why is your memory card attached to a game shark? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, my child was, like, five times as big, like... <laughs> Just <"Whoa."> ripped. Yeah. <laughs> they had Chow Karate and Chow Racing, and they're both... You couldn't really do much. It was kind of automated, except for you could kind of yell, like, hey, and it would give, like, a Mustana boost or something. Yeah. But it's pretty much just the raw stats and RNG. Yeah. I'm just imagining you're fielding your chows to fight them, and, like, his loads in, it's just a chow off in the corner, and yours loads in, it's just, like, shadow or something. Like, <laughs> you're just like, wait. <laughs> Please hold. Yeah. But uh, I, I didn't get to see this part of the game, so I have to rely on your nostalgia and enjoyment. But There's only so much time we had, and I want to 
subject you to everything. Right. This game had to have some positive, uh, take Dave's word for it, uh, yeah. nostalgia at the end. Whereas, I want you to appreciate like the memes and like shit of it, yeah. but not have you belabor through every single piece, I guess. Yeah. You did say that there was a lot of, uh, there's, there's some, a hefty amount of gameplay that was uh, locked behind uh, chow abuse and the opposite, whatever the opposite of abuse is. I don't know what that is, but love jake it's love <laughs> okay i'll write this down real quick um but uh what what kind of content was locked back there um basically there's emblems you get throughout the game or you complete a stage you get an emblem mm-hmm. but i think each stage throughout the story has like five emblems you can get total right you kind of have to go through get like an a rating on i think it's initially the level and then like certain challenges within the level mm-hmm like you have to get a certain score there's like a time trial other okay. things uh, there's also stuff for chow specifically where if you beat the AI in like a race for like the light side and dark side yeah so you'd have to spend time on one chow nurturing it right letting it become like an angel chow <laughs> opening up that area to be qualified for that mm-hmm. or abusing the shit out of another one <laughs> and opening up like the hell area and making it like a dark chow right right which usually you could do by like jumping and like landing on it <laughs> in like a bouncing goomba. fashion <laughs> goomba stomp it yeah or just throwing it oh man which i did a bit i didn't realize that was a bad action as soon as i went to the chow world and dave's Dave saved game here. Just started picking them up and tossing them. Cause yeah, these are ones I've had for like 10 years, by the way, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. So thanks for that. They haven't seen you in 10 years, and as soon as you return, you start throwing them. <laughs> Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's got some interesting depth to it in, in odd places. Like if I, if I were to go game developer mode, and armchair developer, mm-hmm. which I am not at all qualified to do, I'd be like, all right, let's cut back some of these optional things we got going here. The ratings per level, nobody cares. The chow things, maybe some people care, but still, let's drop it and we'll be like, you know, improve the base uh, experience of the game. I don't know if that's how development works, but that's what I would want to do. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be like a lot of. Again, going back to my initial statement of reaching for the stars, ancillary yeah. content mm-hmm. that are trying to be like, hey, this is a thing, right? Yeah. And just kind of like pipe it in there. And it's not needed, but as a whole, it was an enjoyable experience. And I will always love a part of the game for that. Yeah. But also, I do admit that it is it is garbage <laughs> it is a garbage game right lovable garbage maybe sonic adventure one is better um <laughs> but it's just it's meme content for me at this point in time mm-hmm. that was the argument I, I needed to make i don't i don't have any yeah. actual ammunition for that um, it's on steam though if yeah. you don't have a game view so it's an option for you if you want to hate yourself <laughs> this is the first that i've heard that it was on steam <laughs> Dave just really wanted me to come over three three times tonight. Hey, hey Jake, play, what you want for Christmas? <laughs> play on GameCube. Not this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was fun uh, sitting down, uh, going through this experience, and laughing at how completely ridiculous uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle actually is. Um, so I would at least observe this. Watch a friend play it. That's, that's, the, that's the experience I can attest to. Yeah. You can't do a playthrough on YouTube. You need to see the frustration and yeah. hatred in their eyes. It takes something out of it if it's not your your friend immediately going through the pain. So. Oh, no. Yeah. I got nothing. Let's, let's wrap yeah, it up. Let's wrap it up. All right. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of Soapstone. As always, you can send your feedback in to us directly at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to send your feedback in a more collaborative fashion or make it appear that people actually listen to us, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And we are always happy to engage with people there. Uh, tend to respond to comments when possible or when they come in. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's uh, just a fun place. And we will post our episodes there and on Spotify when they are available. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.
Destruction.